<laughs> did, did you see the picture of uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye at the soccer game? Or Shut up. No, game? I can't get over it. No, it I, no, I did not. Dude, I don't even, like, that's the thing is, I don't even remember what sport the kids were playing, but they were at one of the kids' sporting events. Right. And there was this bleacher with, like, all these parents, and then Kim and Kanye were there. Like, could you imagine just sitting on bleachers? And you have Kim, Kim Kardashian on one side, <laughs> and fucking Kanye West. Like, you're just waiting for a gun to get pulled out. <laughs> Maybe. I'm, I more think that the Musk would be, I, I wouldn't want to be around them. There would be probably, in my opinion, this insane musk of perfume and cologne. And oh, I can't uh, even imagine the smell. Yeah, that's yeah. what I wouldn't want to be around. That anyone famous? Yeah. Have you ever been in a room where someone enters and they're just like filling the room with their scent that they've sprayed all over them? I yeah. I believe all yes. famous people are like that. I I can only imagine. I have a bad habit of meeting famous people and I don't know they're famous. Really. Oh, it's like one of my like biggest, I am terrible, dude, I run into people from high school that I don't remember, like I just, I'm bad with faces, like so, <laughs> so like, you know, you know, like, uh, like unless you come in in a costume of a movie that I've seen you in, I'm not going to realize who you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like Harrison Ford, you better come in dressed as Indiana Jones. I was going to say... Uh, or I'm just going to be like, yeah, this toilet's $700. <laughs> you know what I mean? Robert like, Downey Jr., no Iron Man costume, can't help you. You better have Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least the boot or something. Give me the boots. Yeah, give me a cube here. Like, I, I have this thing with faces where I don't recognize people. Are you, you're saying you've done plumbing for famous people and had no idea and just... No, but I've had really bad incidences where I've, like, run into people and it, like... I've had a lot of times where it gets awkward. Okay. You know, it's really funny because if you do plumbing on the south side. Okay. You'll walk into a house and there's just like so many people there. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And there's just like money and drugs everywhere, everywhere. Like, you know, and this guy will talk to you and he's like almost offended. You don't know who he is. Wow. It is because he's like a big rapper, local rapper. Oh, oh like and it uh, happens to me all the time. And I'm and then somebody eventually will be like, "Yo, this little money T," and you're like, <laughs> "Does little money T have the money to pay me?" <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how good is this rap game here? Is it is it is it recession proof? Or <laughs> what are we talking here? Because. I need to get paid before I leave. I don't care when he gets shot, just as long as after he pays me. You know? Does Money T own a Hummer or a Tesla? Because, uh... <laughs> big difference in payment here. <laughs> but, uh, it's happened with, like, some some pretty famous people, too. Oh, I don't... I mean... But I'm I just sure. don't recognize you. Plus, people, the, the big problem with me is, like, I, I have a hard time recognizing faces as it is... And then you look totally different on TV than you do in real life if you're an actor. <laughs> you know what I mean? With no makeup and everything. Oh, I'm sure they're um, almost not even the same person in real life, honestly. CGI. Car Carlos Mencia was probably the worst one. You met Carlos Mencia? In the fucking like, prime of Carlos Mencia, dude. Wow. And I remember... I just remember going back to my buddy and being like, I forgot what, dude, I forgot what it was. <laughs> I 
to be honest with you, I honestly think I was asking him where the event was to meet Carlos Mencia. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, it like might have been that bad. But I just remember like asking him a question, and he looked at me like I should have known who he was, and I didn't. And then I kind of felt bad, so it got awkward. And then I walked away, and I went back to my group of friends. And I was like, dude, that fucking asshole, he wouldn't even answer my question, but I think he knows. <laughs> and, then the guy, and then my one buddy was like, the fucking Carlos Messia! And he, like, ran up to him, and they were like... And then I ended up taking a picture of him, and I was wow. like, yeah, I, I, like, I had no idea who he was. And it was, like, prime Carlos Mencia, dude. Wow. But he was like doing this event at the U at the uh, PX, and he was just like walking around like it was nothing. That's crazy, man. He got accused just, of uh, all that like uh, plagiarism and shit. This was before all that. This no, dude. This was like when he was. Do you know who originally accused him? Do you remember that video? It was Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan dude. That's why he got kicked out of the store. Crazy. He was like kicked out of the comedy scene. Who uh, Joe Rogan was or Mencia? Yeah, this. The store in in uh, L.A. is like the comedy store, you know, right? It's like the main yeah. place. Yeah, that's when Joe Rogan was kicked. He was just, he was like wasn't allowed back. Oh, I they didn't know that, with, dude. They sided with uh, Mencia, Carlos. Wow, yeah, it it was a really big thing. I think it was what is it, Ari Shafir? Yeah, Ari maybe. Shafir did his first special at the store, and that was when that was the first time Joe Rogan went back to the store wow. to see it, and then he was like, "Welcome back." Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I, I I didn't know it was such an extreme thing, and I, I completely <laughs> forgot. The, but there was like that famous video on YouTube, right, of Joe Rogan, like yeah. uh, totally calling him out, right? Like back was that backstage of that? No, uh, that was on stage. That was on stage. Dude, he like walked on stage in the middle of his set and was like, "You just stole that joke from somebody." <laughs> so nuts man no no that's why i think I, i'm like i don't know if i'm getting it right but i think he stole the joke from ari shafir and then that's why it was a big deal because then when ari did his special he came back rogan posted uh this is on wikipedia that rogan posted a video okay in 2005 joe rogan wrote a post on his website accusing mencia of being a plagiarist alleging mencia stole jokes from a number of comedians and on February 10th, 2007, Rogan confronted Mencia on stage at the comedy store on Sunset Boulevard and accused him of plagiarism. Rogan mm. posted the video of the altercation along with audio and video clips from other comedians, including George Lopez, Bob Levy, Bobby Lee, and Ari Shafir. Shafir, yeah. Among others. Rogan. Yeah, Bob. Dude, he fucked Bobby Lee. Really? Because Bobby. Dude, so. Bobby Lee's Bobby, hilarious, by I the way. I fucking yeah, love. Dude, Bobby Lee. Yeah. And he's such a sweetheart, dude. You listen to his podcast? Really? No, no, I have not, actually. No, I'm, dude, you, he's on a bunch of shows. He has a few of them. And, dude, he is a man that you could learn from just about life, dude. Yeah. He's such a funny guy. But, dude. He was he would go on the road with him, mm -hmm. like Carlos Mencia. He like looked up to Carlos Mencia, so Carlos Mencia was kind of like helping him along, but then was stealing his fucking jokes. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah, that's so fucked. <laughs> that, and he did the same thing with Ari, but then I guess Ari, I don't, remember, I don't know. That's fucked up, man. So that was two thousand and seven. So that means I met it. So my whole thing happened in two thousand and nine. Wow. Wow. So like I said, what that's probably why he was just walking around a fucking store.
Crazy. Uh, yeah. Carlos Mencia. That's crazy. I'm looking at his Wikipedia, Mike. He has been in nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. It looks like he's in some television, uh... The Proud Family, louder and prouder. No, dude, that's what, dude right say what you want about Joe Rogan, but that guy, they they tried to like blacklist him, and he just fucking did his own thing. He started a podcast. Well, here's what's <laughs> interesting. There's that yeah. altercation about 15 years ago now, and here we are later. Who is more prominently in the news, and who, you know who is everyone still talking about now 15 years later? Dude, CNN is trying to get the FBI to go after Joe Rogan. <laughs> So I think someone was right and someone was wrong, and the, yeah. the one who was right probably made out. Uh, proof is always end. in the pudding, dude. And you could always, you know, absolutely. You can only lie for so long. And that's pretty wild, Mencia. I haven't yeah. thought of that guy in a long time. I'll never, man. dude. I will never forget that inter. Dude, I went back to my buddies. I, dude, I literally walked back to them, like thinking, like, oh man, I'm gonna like have to hold them back. Like I thought they were gonna let go, like beat them up. Wow, really? It was such a dick. Dude, he was... I, like, don't even remember the whole conversation or anything about it. But, yeah, I just remember him being such a dick. And I was like, yo, that fucking asshole over there. Mencia. Hey, Carlos Mencia. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No, there was another time, though. No, there was another time. I gotta give him credit. Because there were two times where I saw him. Mm Mm-hmm. The, I think the second the second time was he came to Qatar to perform for the USO. Oh, that's very nice. So, of him. Yeah. but but that was 2010, so that was definitely after he was just like taking any gig he could. Now that I think about it, and also yeah, brownie points. I mean, for yeah. doing it for the uh, yeah. or no, I first time I met him was 2008 in El Paso. Yeah, then the second time was 2009 wow. in Qatar wow. when he came with when he came with Kid Rock. No way, Kid Rock's having a comeback, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, you saw Kid Rock. <laughs> greatest show I ever saw, man. Ball with the greatest ball? concert I've ever, dude. Greatest concert yeah? I've ever been to. Was I never the, told you about the Kid Rock show? No, was the little midget guy there? What's his name? Uh, he was dead. Ah, uh, yeah. Can you say midget still? Or are we back to midget? Is midget like the retard? Little, I don't know. Can you say retard midget? I don't know. It's kind of like black and person of color. Both sound offensive. Like I don't know what to say. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't just don't know how to describe you people anymore. No, so. no, nah, nah, black seems right. <laughs> but yeah, midget, midget seems good. <laughs> Little person sounds so like diminutive and like demeaning, you know. Like a- as a little man, I don't want to be called little. <laughs> but like midget, at least you got like your own like you know a cool little sub, group subgroup. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. At least yeah. you're part of this like community. I don't know, but I'm I'm an anti-group guy, so you know I me. Mean? <laughs> Kid Rock, man, that guy came out to the fucking Qatar, put on a show, dude. I bet. Put on a fucking show, all American, just. You're talking soldiers on deployment, you yeah. know, and he just fucking, ah, <laughs> uh, he came hard with it, dude. Yeah. He was wearing the American flag cowboy hat. Hell yeah. Ah, uh, dude, he, <laughs> yeah, he rocked it. Hey, oh, did he ball with the ball? <laughs> I have to know. Oh, uh, they did it, dude, where it was like dead silent, and then the lights yeah. go out, you know, they do this. 
my name is Ken. Oh and then God. he comes out yes. and he fucking runs out and yes. he's like hair waving everywhere. Oh, yeah. And then he puts the hat on and he just starts going wild. And after yeah. the first song, dude, after the first song, you know, he, I just remember him, uh, we're going to tear this place down. <laughs> We're going to make sure those Hajis don't sleep tonight. And everybody just went fucking, dude, the place is shaking, man. Oh, <laughs> like he just so played funny. to the audience, you know? And uh, it was, yeah, it was good. Oh. You never think a concert with no women would be that good. Hell <laughs> Give it up for Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah, he tore that shit down, man. That's wild. You, you know what? Could I tell you that? So my one of my favorite, dude. You know my favorite band probably of all time has got to be Sublime. Like, oh I yeah, think they're one of the best. Right. Um, when I saw Kid Rock in two thousand and nine in the middle in the Middle East, dude, it was a hundred and five degrees. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. At night. Yeah. Wow. And this guy just fucking put on a show. And he played all the songs from the 90s. All the hits. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Dude, he even brought uh, Jenna Jameson on. Not Jenna Jameson. Uh, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Jackson. I don't remember what her name was. Some country singer. Excellent. so hot. Yeah. They came nice. on. They did picture for the encore. Wow. Like, it was great, dude. <laughs> yeah. He, gave, he performed that show. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. It, it was a thousand men. <laughs> you know what I mean? He performed that show like he was at the United Center. You know what I mean? Uh, it yeah, was well, so good. There's no light effects. There was no nothing. And they just fucking performed. And then you flash forward out. two dude, flash forward two years later, I go to uh Indiana. I drive all the way to Indiana to see Sublime with Rome. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I saw Bro, I would have been better off listening to the CD. Same. The I had the same experience. It was like these 50-year-old men came yes. onto a stage <laughs> to, to play 30-year-old songs that yeah. they didn't want to play anymore. Tired and boring and old. Just they yeah. were done. I agree. I agree. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. And Kid Rock, who I would have never said I was a fan of before that concert. Just won me over with that, with that tired old performance. Shit, that he's Mike, probably done you won me over. Times. If he comes around here, I'm gonna go see Kid Rock. Buy the Hell ticket, yeah. dude. Hell because yeah. there's a man. I don't know if he was just doing it for the troops, and maybe he just felt the love. That no, no, I think he definitely was bringing his A game for the troops. No doubt. I always thought no about doubt. that because, like, I don't, I don't know. You, you, I've never been there. You've been on a stage, right? Do yes. You think do you think he feels the energy more in that Qatar performance? Where like it's only a thousand no, dudes, Mike, but they're giving you no, no. It's a, it's, it's all we got. Like we loved it. The relationship is mutual. The energy has to be the same, and yeah. it, and it goes back and forth. Absolutely, and that works with anything in life. And but when it comes to performing on stage and the crowd. The two have to be uh, sympathetic. So you think he was just able to give it to us because we were giving it to him? More so, I think he knew he was playing for some guys sacrificing their time, their their lives, their youth, and so he went up there and gave you guys the greatest, most extreme energy for you, and you guys felt it immediately and responded and, and right back. Oh, the minute and, he came and out. That's what I'm saying. My name is yeah, he, Dude, he came everybody out was just, and you yeah. know we're soldiers, so we got the timing. Absolutely. We were just bouncing and He knew what he was doing. And, dude, you he's could a, he's a showman. the ground He's shape, a showman, you know? he's an entertainer, and he's a professional. And he went out there and oh. he gave you guys exactly what uh, you 
what he believed you deserved, what you paid for. Dude, they had, Actually, like, we he were gave like, you your money's worth. If you we were will. like under a tent, you know? Yeah. It was like one of those like giant, like kind of circus tents, but with like open sides. Right. Right. Dude, we're all jumping in unison. You could see the tent. <laughs> Fucking the vibration. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. the waves in the tent. Yeah. Dude, he fucking put on a show. Hey, Kid Rock, salute to you, sir. Yeah. I'm happy that you're out there giving our boys a good show. Our our men, women, and lady fellas out there a good show. Thank you for that. Uh, hey, Kid Rock. <laughs> hey, Kid Rock, that was 13 years ago, and I'm still talking about it. Yeah. So thank you. That was the highlight of my deployment. I'll never forget it. It was I, great. I had uh i it was an old girlfriend's um uncle who had seen something like a hundred shows and he said the greatest show he ever saw was in the 90s and it was uh garth brooks and he had seen like acdc pink floyd and you know what i mean during the wall he seems like a guy that gives it all he saw led zeppelin in the 70s like this guy saw all the greatest shows you could ever imagine throughout the last like 30 or the three best decades right the (laughs) 60s 70s 80s 90s or whatever Uh, yeah and then he said in the 90s he saw garth brooks and it was the literal greatest show he had ever seen in his entire life and he told me a story about how at some point he didn't know how it happened, but Garth Brooks just all of a sudden was swinging on a rope over the audience, and he was literally, he said, Garth Brooks was just on above me, like floating above me <laughs> <laughs> on a rope. Like, he's singing his song, right? And he goes and sprints uh. and is just on a rope, and he's just swinging over the crowd, and he's like, there goes Garth Brooks, just like, oh, you know, above me. And I... It, it, I've heard from many people who are not country music fans that the greatest show they had ever seen was Garth Brooks. Mm. And apparently one of his stunts was doing this thing where he like runs and sprints around the the drummer and jumps on a rope and he <laughs> he would swing. He's probably just a good performer. He probably just gives Did you could feel it when they're giving it so that's my just, thought you know, is everybody, I think everybody just feels the man's energy. The guy probably just loved to entertain and perform and probably brought it every fucking night, man. He's yeah. a, he's a workaholic. He's the Jordan. I maybe I've heard so many stories about Garth Brooks. It It, it is mind blowing. And to his credit, uh, my roommate for a few years when we would get super wasted at the bar as we'd go home and uh he had an old vhs tape and this is still the age this is the age of dvds mind you and blue rays he'd bust out the dvd tape that he Back had in my day <laughs> he would bust out the vhs tape that he had of garth brooks live in manhattan from like 1990 something or whatever and we would watch it all the time and sure enough in that show he jumps onto a rope and swings over the crowd it's really spectacular <laughs> dude the crowd goes freaking berserker when he does it man but i have to tell you can like can you imagine like sprinting leaping into the air jumping onto a rope and swinging over a thousand people while singing that's total insanity man i know and then doing it just you know most days a year mike it's your like it's your thing 
You it's know? your thing. It's like just the like Fonz. I go to a plumbing call. <laughs> You're just going to run off a stage. And... <laughs> I was gonna say it's like the Fonz, yeah. like popping his collar, and going, "Hey," you hey. know, like this. <laughs> For Garth Brooks, his is jumping onto a rope, and so it's incredible. What a performer, man! I give it to him. I've heard it from so many people, honestly. Like, I've never seen a Garth Brooks. He's got some good songs. I've never seen him live. Legendary, from what I heard, on par with uh, I've heard with the Boss. If you go see Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, uh, they fuck Bruce Springsteen. I know, I know. You talking about Renegade? He really, Renegade? Lost it, dude. Don't talk about he... Renegade that way. Yeah, he really <laughs> hit Renegade. Jesus Christ. He tied himself to the Democratic Party. That's why he, he lost it. Too. He lost it big though. When he did a podcast with Obama. Oh, and that died hard. Ugh. Died faster than the dude, man. Mike, we were getting more viewers. It's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) And neither one of us can sing. (laughs) We do have the big dick, though. That's a, yeah, well, it's the big dick energy. That's what it comes down to. (laughs) (laughs) And and we mentioned it enough that you know for sure we got small dick. That's right, (laughs) yeah. So small. That's how you know. Key. Every time I mention it, you know I'm losing an inch. It goes smaller and smaller and smaller. <laughs> so good. Well, speaking of uh, shrinking dicks, uh, you know, which pretty much happens when you jump into the cold water, uh, let's hear about some cold showers. Uh-oh. So here, once again, are the words from Ashley Biden's diary. Quote, I've always been boy <laughs> yeah. crazy. Oh my God, I did not see this transition. <laughs> Craig, king of the transitions. <laughs> Everybody prepare to puke. Young age. I remember somewhat being sexualized with a family member. I remember having sex with friends at a young age. Showers with my dad, probably not appropriate. What? Josh and wrote this in the context of her struggle with sexual compulsiveness in later life. And she attributes those compulsions to the fact that her father took showers with her in a way that was, quote, not appropriate. Now, we have no reason to doubt that what she wrote is true. She did not write this for public consumption. She wrote it in a diary that, as you just heard, she accidentally left behind in a halfway house in Palm Beach. Okay, I think something needs to be addressed what here. What's with, with Biden's Biden? and leaving shit? Oh my god! Oh my god! Mike, Mike the plumber, f- son of <laughs> Joe the handyman, has zero diaries, zero hard drives. <laughs> you see this laptop like, I made all this porn on with prostitutes and uh, underage <laughs> women? Uh, I'm doing crack on it. I'm just going to leave it here. You see this diary where I wrote about inappropriate showers with my would-be president father? I'm just going to leave it under this bed and move. Hey, Ashley, all I have is a pen and paper to record my dad raping me as a child. Do you have any way I can upload this to the cloud? 
I really need, I really need, yeah, my dad, the vice president, I really need to get this in the cloud. He <laughs> raped me in the shower. Can I get this out? <laughs> like, what so is going up. on here, That's dude? so fucked up, man. <laughs> this is like the most fucked up news. Like, seriously. What's wrong with these people? Could you just take some responsibility hey, for hey, your belongings? Hey, Joe, <laughs> egg on my face, egg on my face. <laughs> I was, I, was, I, was making, I was making fun of Biden for fucking his brother, uh, Hunter for fucking his brother's widow. Your daughter was releasing diaries of you raping her as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, we were focusing on the wrong issues. My bad. Totally my fault. Wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Holy shit, man. What? <laughs> All I'm saying... The Lucy family, very <laughs> poor. Zero people ever released a diary of some other I was father say, raping him in a shower. You know how many Howard, You know how many uh, diaries I wrote about me, and my dad's uh, inappropriate shower time? Uh, uh, zero, actually. Zero. It's funny you ask. Zero. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> zero diaries. Zero. Do you know how many times I showered with my dad? <laughs> I, I don't know because by the time I could remember, he stopped showering. With me. <laughs> he, he was even in the bathroom, dude. He made us do it together. He's like, no, no, no your brother's a uh, 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 deal with it. I don't know. You guys might be fags. Just go in there together. <laughs> it was literally just split the time in the bathroom. At one point, he's like, I can't even be near you guys. And it was, dude, I, I, I don't, I just don't understand. Florida in dude. June of 2020 during the presidential race. The woman who took the room that she left, a single mother, found that diary under the bed. <laughs> now, if you are the father of daughters, ask yourself, is there any explanation for that behavior that is justifiable? And there's not. It's sick and it's horrifying. Now, Ashley Biden doesn't say how old she was at the time she showered with her father, but obviously she was old enough to remember doing it. And by the way, little kids don't take showers. They take baths. Wow. Inappropriate yeah, showering with your own daughter? If that's not child molestation, it is definitely close enough to justify a police visit. But the police have not visited Joe Biden. They're not investigating this. Instead, the FBI is breaking to the homes of journalists who brought it to public attention. Yep. And now, according to the Daily Mail, again, you just heard this, the feds are investigating a woman called Amy Harris, mm -hmm. who had the misfortune of finding the diary. To be clear, None of these people committed crimes. Certainly not federal. Dude, you know crimes. what's really funny is I have known I've had a lot of friends that have daughters. Right. Like uh and I and one a very common a very common theme mm -hmm. is wives making fun of the husbands hmm. for wearing bathing suits in the bath with their young like baby daughters. They make fun of that, really? Well, they just they'll they'll laugh and be like, not laugh, but like I understand. You know, it's kind yeah, of, it's humorous, but it's for a reason. It is kind it is kind of funny, but it's also like for a reason. You know, you get it. Yeah, I would do it, the same. It's man. weird. No, of course. It's fucking yeah. weird. You no, know, did I, me and you shower with mom? N no, no, no. You know what I mean? No. Who, who <laughs> like? Well, this is the know. twisting of our society right now and the destruction of the nuclear family and the household. And yes. seriously, this is all a part of it. Uh, there's a part, there's a half of society, Mike, that wants you to think that this is okay. Oh, it's so weird. There's nothing wrong here. 
move along. They're really pushing for like the pedophile. The pe- dude, they're that's the they're next pushing. step. They're Come pushing. on, that's the they're part of the group. That's why the, they are they react with dude, furious rage when you say groomer. Groomer, we're not too far away from them lowering the age of consent. Like, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be like I think they're wow. gonna go for like sixteen. You're you just blew my mind, but I never even thought that that's where it would go. But holy shit, Eric, you're right. Eric swallows a lot of cum, Swalwell. Okay, <laughs> fucking dude. He literally, dude. He keeps tweeting this fucking tweet that says, "Voting age should be 16. Buying ha- buying a gun should be 21. Why? So you want to lower the voting age to 16. What else do you want to lower to 16? Wow. Maybe I should be able to fuck Chinese spies that are 16? Oh, yeah. Is that what's next? Hell. Like, yeah. And like, how could you even justify that statement? You're old enough to vote at 16. You're mature enough to vote at 16. You're on- 16 years old. Wow. You're smart enough to know who should run this country. Not smart enough to hold a gun. Now, you're actually, you're onto something with that. Uh, what he's trying to normalize is the sense or idea that 16 is mature because right now you can vote at 18 and you can fuck at 18 so if we lower right. vote to 16 you maybe can, you, know, you can fuck I, at 16 no you're right i know exactly 16. you're right and how yeah. how much lower are they going to make that well frank what you do at six what's the difference between a 16 year old girl and a 14 year old girl huh you know what's interesting about it why do they want to raise the age where you can own a gun but lower the age where you can fuck because that's you're not mature enough to well, own a gun. Well, also, no, you know, you know also, you can't defend about, you yourself then, right? Dude, you know what you're talking about? How can you justify, right? You're right. in Uzbekistan right now, <laughs> yeah. and we have 18-year-old Americans walking around with automatic weapons. Okay. In your country. Right. But in our country, they're not mature enough to buy a handgun. <laughs> of course, yeah. Oh, I can't have him walk around America with a handgun. He's only 18. <laughs> Your country, I don't get. <laughs> Come on, it's your country. <laughs> not, That's right. Not in my backyard, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what. That's the big problem they have is you cannot send an 18-year-old soldier with a gun to another country. Right. And then at the same time say 18-year-olds are not mature enough to have a gun in my country. Hmm. Right? I, I'm still kind of fascinated with the concept that I want to take away this person's ability to wield a weapon, but I also want to take, I want to include my ability to have sex with this person. Yeah, you're 16 years old. Well, I want to fuck you and I want you to vote for me, but I don't want you to shoot me. Once <laughs> That's you realize, what I'm saying. I don't <laughs> once you, you realize that I raped me. you, That's once it. you realize that I raped you and manipulated the shit out of your hey, mind, That's what I, was I don't want at. you to shoot me, you know? That's literally what I was getting at. I don't want you to defend yourself against me, but I want to ha- be able to legally have my way with you. Yeah. <laughs> so it seems seems to be a common thread with no, some no, of the I government officials No, I want to shoot my here. load on you. I don't want you to be shoot able to shoot me. Shoot your load on me! <laughs> Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 no. The real threat is Trump. <laughs> White supremacist. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, not me. It's the Nazis. <laughs> Except the ones in Ukraine. We're supporting them. That's right. What? I know it's confusing. Just listen to me. You're only 16. I get it. You're confused. You're not mature enough. Just fuck me. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, don't think, and also, if you try to report at all, 
No, but here's seriously, here's the message, Mike. I, I know you're 16 and confused, but all the answers can just be sucked out of my penis. Just... <laughs> <laughs> this is literally where we're at right now. You know? Sorry, that was gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not gross. It wasn't you me, just... it was Adam Schiff. He put it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I blame MK Ultra. ultimately. That's what I yeah. mean, but... Something uh, triggered me. No, Mike, here's the problem, man. Uh... If you try to remotely report on anything, what is the message our government and other governments are now sending to everybody around the world? If you try to report actually of what's happening, we're going to fuck you. Yeah. And don't be mistaken. And do you know how that's true now? Did you hear the news that they tried to bury this weekend? No. Julian Assange a step closer to extradition to the United States after UK officials signed an order to approve it. The WikiLeaks founder is wanted in the US on 18 criminal wow. charges yeah. after he published thousands yep. of classified documents in 2010. He faces and we're up clearly to 175 not liberal, years <laughs> in prison if convicted. But this is fucked NBC up. News foreign correspondent Matt Bradley yeah. joins us Beyond now from fucked. London. Matt, tell us more about this ruling today and also And so I want you to pay attention how they report this frank i'm about to take this dab and listen folks dab away (laughs) you're gonna need it because we can't report on the real news anymore oh can assange appeal (laughs) thank god we're fake yeah vicky i mean this ruling is really significant but not particularly surprising because all that was ahead all that was in front of pretty patel she's the home secretary was whether or not there was any reason to doubt what the court had already ruled so basically she just had to give a yes or no answer which was that the court said that, that uh, Julian Assange, if he goes back to the U.S., that he won't be killed, he won't be receiving capital punishment, mm-hmm. and he won't be given, you know, undue, unhealthy circumstances in his trial and, uh, and during his punishment. He won't be put in solitary confinement, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, he'll be well cared for. Oh, yeah. And, and and listen, listen, yeah, yeah, listen. If you, don't, if you don't believe our promise, just ask anybody at Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> It's called Gitmo. Yeah, 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 yeah. They all love it. They all love it. Gitmo. They got cigars. It's great. Beachfront property. It's incredible. (laughs) No, you won't see it. You won't see the sun either. But it's great. You'll hear the waves. Nobody, they love it so much they never leave. That's actually what happened. That's incredible. It was also his lawyer, or was his lawyer. Uh, we've also heard from WikiLeaks themselves. They've said that they're going to fight this, and they have been fighting. We can believe that because this legal procedure has been going on for more than 10 years. Remember, in order to evade justice, he spent seven years in the Ecuadorian embassy here in London. So this is a man who is not afraid of fighting legal procedures and twists and turns in his you case. Imagine you're just did. Can <laughs> you imagine Julian Assange? You finally yeah. get back to the states. You're walking into a prison. You're looking. Do- you're like they're walking you to your room, right? Yeah. You're going down this hall. Mm-hmm. There's cameras everywhere. Oh yeah. But they're all facing the wall. <laughs> What's going on? They put you in this cell. They close the door. You look around. You see a little carving under the top bunk, and it says, "Epstein was here." Oh no! <laughs> they're gonna kill him. They're gonna kill him, dude. Yeah. Did you hear they're the preface? Him, dude. The guy they're literally started with like, no, him. they're gonna treat him really well. Oh, it's gonna be wonderful. No, no, they're, no. they're fucking gonna kill this guy. Have you man. seen El Chapo? We're gonna give him the same treatment. It's gonna be great. Oh no, this is the worst treatment, man. He he revealed dude. war atrocities that we did. Actually, like, actually, he, Frank, he's about to be your neighbor because he's going. You know, he's going to the supermax. <laughs> yes. 
I agree. And I live near you the. I've, I've actually done deliveries it. near the Supermax. I've driven past it. It's a. Uh, it's a spectacular. Are you turning tricks at the Supermax? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Busted! Damn it! <laughs> this whole the cell towers never lie. <laughs> oh yeah, the damn you, Dinesh D'Souza! <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Dinesh. Dinesh. Always following. Yeah, fucking guy. Go back to India and on, Vicky. Yeah. Oh, that was the end. We we we're we're good with we're good with. We always cut it too early. Yeah, Yeah, we always get you know. Ah. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) This is a huge, huge deal, and people aren't paying attention. I can't attention. believe it's they're, still going on, dude. Well, this is Obama era shit. They're burying it, man. They that's really still are. going on today. Like this poor man has just been a prisoner. He's I, a political prisoner. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He no, he really is. We imprisoned him because he. I I don't know. Like, I can't believe Trump didn't pardon him. To be honest with you, I really thought Trump would have. I don't get why people think Trump is so outside of the circle. No, no, I think he would have, I thought he would have done it just to try to show that he was outside the circle. He didn't even fire Fauci, dude. Trump's yeah. in. Yeah, he's... He's Operation Warp Something, dude, dude they, they, the first day you take I office, know, I know, I agree. They hand you yes. a folder. Yes. And you see something... Yep. Where you you close that folder mm-hmm. and you are I, part of the system. I, I 100% is, agree because something changed about him the day he so, became president. Something yeah. they tell you. Oh. Oh. I. What do you mean, Mike? They show you the real shot that got Kennedy. And they say, this is you. Play, play the game. I don't even think it's that, dude. I think they show you. Man, Kennedy, there's clips, dude. Kennedy was the last president in not, we haven't even had a president in our lifetime, Mike, that said the shit this guy said. Like, literally, this is the, this is. I know. Dude, every conspiracy website plays his speech. We're talking 60 fucking plus years ago. We haven't had a politician even everybody has near his ring to ever even say the shit this guy he literally said stuff about the new world order and how he intended to take down the cia and actually every president since then has been connected to somebody who was connected to his death do you know who was on the warren commission i believe it was gerald ford (laughs) it's all connected. it's got to be something well, um, no, I'm telling you, uh, it's why I, you know I love this theory of mine. That Maybe they just show you the program and you realize we're just a simulation. It's, I think it's something more along the lines of, there's something to do with extraterrestrial life, I believe, which is why uh, I think Trump spilled the beans on Space Force. I still believe that. I don't think we realize our dominion of space. In as far as around our planet, and I think it has to do with defense against otherworldly issues. I really do believe. I was that. thinking about that, dude. Starlink 
is literally out of a Hollywood movie where like yeah. the government is like, we need this protection and we can't tell the people. That, that's what I'm trying so, to, I'm, so they, I believe they, they know they stuff like we don't up, know. Dude, they literally like uplift Elon Musk. They yeah. even pretend like they're battling him. And in the meantime, it's all like a cover up. Yeah, I don't know. No, there's, there is way more going on in space than we know as a public <clears throat> without a doubt. And I'm telling you, Trump, I believe, you know that there's no way Trump made that farcical comment and then two weeks later there's Space Force, the comedy on Netflix starring know, Steve Carell so and Jeff funny, Daniels dude. and every fucking famous person dude, you could ever dude. think of is in this. Like, how did you put that together so fast? This, that, <laughs> that, that, it confirms that these part? people are all CIA fucking dude, chills, man. Dude, <clears throat> I was watching CNN earlier today. Yeah. Space Force just started their first basic training course. I don't know. Space Force has existed for since. No, no, but hold on. Dude. My whole point was Netflix was able to come out with two seasons of a show <laughs> before Fast. the basic tra- <laughs> yes. before the basic training came out. Before they even had one soldier, like, dude, you guys had this shit in the uh, in the barrel already. You know, <laughs> they had Steve Steve Carroll, Carroll, Carroll. It doesn't even matter, dude. He was. I I couldn't. Be- by the, uh, no, I'm telling you, that one really gets me still to this day, and I believe that, again, Trump, he just can't help himself. He has to brag. When he found out about Space Force, about what we do in space and what's going on, he, it, by the way, there was this moment, if you look back, him and Don Jr. were talking about uh, re- revealing what they knew about what's going on out there, and <clears throat> they never did. And so you you are right that they show you something, and it's so devastatingly frightening to even a man so egotistical as Donald Trump that they end up accidentally revealing Space Force, but nothing else. Nothing else, yeah. And you could almost see the transition of Trump too, like the e- It must be something that makes you believe in God. Because Trump almost deflated once he became president in a weird way. Like, he he had the bombast. He had that kind of <clears throat> crazy energy. You know what I mean? Like, he he, he was... But he, he wasn't the same maniac that he was on the campaign trail of those four years. And then he, after the four years, they, he was back to being Trump. They did him a little bit. Something yeah, happened. Bad. I think you're right. I think you're onto something that, like, there's some sort of weird information that crosses these men's path where they age dramatically, dude. They age dramatically. It's crazy. I, don't, I really don't think it's, it is, like, aliens or anything. Oh, you know I always think it's aliens, Mike. I always go back to aliens, dude, every time. You know? I don't know. But I, I think it's more like uh I, I think they hand you a folder of your life. Wow. And I think you like they know the you, future? No, no, no. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I think they hand I think they hand you a folder of your life like everything and you've done. It's everything you've ever done, everybody you've ever loved. And then I think they show you, like, like it's a picture of your girlfriend from high school, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's a picture of her and you in high school. 
and you're like, where did you get this? And then it's a picture of her and her like new husband and kids today, and they have some they have like like laser sights on all of them because wow. they could they'll, they'll execute everybody, not everybody in your family, everybody you've ever had contact with. Like, you don't understand the lengths they will go to. That's uh, some Clinton-level shit right there, dude. I'm talking you, your <laughs> uncles, your godparents, yeah. their children, oh, their that, grandchildren. Yeah, that's a devastating generation. There will be no police left on Earth. Wow. Yeah, we'll eliminate we'll the go to, We'll go to Italy. Wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think that's what it is. Imagine being somehow bloodline connected to somebody, and then they just, and then like you just get wiped out because you were just connected, and you had nothing to do with it. You're just like some fucking taxi cab driver somewhere. See, because I always think about like uh, you know, like North Korea, right? Yeah. If if you try to escape North Korea, they'll take four generations. Mm-hmm. So you, your grandkids, and their kids are all in prison camp. Wow. And everybody related to you. Wow. Same thing. Yeah, that's crazy. And I think we have that same capability of just like, like, there's no way our government is less evil than them. I keep saying there's there's nobody that has our capabilities. Whether it is intelligence, surveillance, technology, space control, uh, and not space control. Dude, I, I don't think, I don't even know what space is, man. Do you know? <laughs> I'm at the point where I don't even believe anything they've told me about anything. That's crazy. Yeah. How do we even know what we when we peer through the sky that what we're seeing is real anymore? We have no fucking clue anymore. It's just a simulation. It could all be a fucking simulation. <clears throat> Maybe you're right. Actually, we are just uh, two protons colliding in a much larger collider. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty wild. And our whole universe is too fast for them to even calculate. (laughs) On the other uh, hand, Yo, you see that Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> Mike, that's a good way to close out. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I did see uh, Hustle uh, with Adam Sandler. New movie on Netflix. Yeah, Hustle. Um, I got to tell you something, man. Absolutely fucking killed it. Adam Sandler might be the best guy making movies. You today. and I literally, I, I'm not kidding, man. Uh. You just stole words out of my mouth. I spoke to Emma last night after we watched it. Or, um, Did you see why I kept recommend? I kept telling you to watch it. Yeah, uh, it was. Dude, this cow. was this was literally. Dude, we literally talked last week about movies, right? Also, it's perfect because the finals happened this week. The finals and happened, but also, right on, dude, right we talked about movies that you yeah. could just watch, like with your dad as a ki- or yes. your dad as a, with kids. They, yes, such a good movie and. Adam Sandler has this fucking habit, dude. He fucking gets me more than anybody else, dude. He gets me where I'm. It's emotional. It's an emotionally very strong. No, no, no. Worse than that, this motherfucker, right? (laughs) Yeah. This is like the third time I'm an hour into an Adam Sandler movie, and I and I pick up my phone, 
and I Google, is this fucking movie real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, this a real is this a real fucking story? Like, he's so good at, at just making fiction out of real life and incorporating real life. Great. Also, I, I, um, I wonder if you picked up on this, but uh, all this focus, we've talked about this, the woke push to, to be woke and to push woke ideology and all this bullshit, right? All that stuff, okay? Yeah. Uh, one of the most real aspects of this film that I actually had the most emotional connection to actually watching it was his relationship with his wife, who was played by Queen Latifah. And that was be- they did it dude, beautifully. It was su- they were such a great couple, and you Frank, really you had a Jew it. and a black woman, I know, and I didn't even notice. I know that's. I didn't even notice that you just brought it up. I didn't even notice that you just brought it up. Talk about it in the movie. I like. I just. I, they just had a I'm beautiful not even relationship. I didn't even realize it was a beautiful relationship, and I loved how supportive she was of him, and 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 he was just such a downtrodden loser dude, right. the they whole never time. And she it up in the she movie. supported him the whole way, and all I could think of was of uh, how yes. beautiful their relationship was, and 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 then at the end, I was like, holy shit! They never once. Adam Sandler, he's a right. non-woke bullshit motherfucker. He believes in making a good story and holy shit, dude! They never brought that up. Never once. You know what I just it was realized? never a focus. The and his black daughter, his relationship with his daughter dude, was incredible. Like only, it was just, it was beautiful. The, the only conflict was a kind of a father daughter conflict. Yes, where they were talking about the daughter having titties. And like, you know, or she's growing to, you know, you know what it I'm just, talking about. It was. It's less. less I sound ca- less. I sound less perverted if you watch the movie. All, no, no, because no, it actually. But, he literally is just a. It, they never bring it's just in the a racial. No, never. None of that stuff plays into it. And I. You really, know what they never brought up? The. You know what never happened in the movie? <laughs> yeah. Queen Latifah brought him a plate of food, and he was like, "Whoa, what's with all what's what's with all this salt? There is so much salt and pepper on this food. I can't handle it." You know, and his daughter didn't go up to him one day, and he was like, "Well, honey, I can't braid your hair. Oh, gee and golly, I'm just no, a that, white guy." I really want to never just stress ha- Frank, that. I got to be honest with you. I didn't even that's like think about so the interracial. Well it's a beautiful movie. I didn't even think about the interracial couple until you brought it up. That is why he's the best. No, it's a actor phenomenal movie, and his his daughter yes. is. It, 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 they never bring up like how her hair is like it is. Right? It's never like they never make Nothing. it. A, it's just it's the hair, the but, salt, the but, easy. But you nailed it. Brought it. Up, he, you br- they brought up his part of the story was his difficult relationship of not being there. His to be daughter a father goes to give him. His daughter goes to story. give him a hug, and it's like a side hug. Yeah, dude, it's, and he's like, "Why yeah. don't you hug like me anymore?" Any and the wife says, "Because you have titties now." And it's like, right. dude, that's something that every father and has. Actually, what I love, and then he waves to the friends. He says, "Okay, goodbye. You're not saying anything to me, and I've known you since you were like six or whatever." It, it was. <laughs> it's a funny movie, man. It's funny. It's genuine. It's innocent. It. it touches not one iota of the woke bullshit we see in all the nonsense and and mike get tell me what do you think is the rotten tomato score on hustle 98 wow 92 percent uh still oh dude phenomenal that's only the faggots that aren't into white guys because that guy was sexy as fuck the russian dude (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I'm telling you, dude, this movie, I when I watched it, it hit all the notes, and then I waited the whole time, then it ended, and I was like, wow, that was and, a good movie. And Netflix, <laughs> it ended. It was the only Netflix movie that ended. It didn't go. It didn't end, and you're like, okay, great. You go to take a piss, and it's like six months later. Right. You're like, no. It was, <laughs> it was a good movie, and at, and it was a Happy Madison Productions, by the way. I don't know if you caught that, but it was it was no. his. Yeah. It was his production company. Yeah. Oh wow. So Dude, that's how you know Adams. Adam Sandler. I, I'm gonna put him in the hall of the most underrated. He's in there with Dan Marino. Most yeah. underrated. Most underrated and ne- never wins the final award. He'll never win the Oscar, the Emmy. You know what I mean? But he's, dude, he's got to be the best of our generation. He's one of my favorites, and I am not kidding. The movie was great, and he was wonderful. And again, no woke shit, man. You go woke, no. you go broke, man. I'm serious about that. Not only woke, not it, only no woke, but let bold. me ask you, dude. We always we always talk about like uh, you know LeBron and the professional players. Like, uh, by the way, Mike, na- one of the producers one, of this name- movie was LeBron James. Was it really? Yes, he was a producer. Oh, wow. Yeah, but one, one thing I always give one, one thing I always give uh, uh, Adam Sandler credit for is name the Me Too. Right? Oh yeah, name, no, he's a he's family not, man, Mike. Yeah, you're he's, right. He's not nailed it. You know, yes, he's a family man, he, and <laughs> name name the trial where he's on there testifying about his wife shooting in his bed. <laughs> You're right. right. He's a family you man, know? and he just makes goofball movies for him and his friends. And then once in a while, he pushes out a gem like Hustle. And I recommend everybody Fred, go check it no, out. No. Totally watchable in my book. Uncut man. Gems proved he's an actor. Absolutely, he's a fucking actor, dude. That and, was not even what was that Adam Adam Hexler or whatever he I played know. that character, which I thought was really shitty until I saw the clip of the actual guy he was playing and he <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's a great and, actor. Uh, he, he, dude, he's good. But again, no woke stuff. I swear to God, I noticed it not being there, just like we noticed it in that British show with the yes. uh, the um, great pottery the show. Pottery, that. yes, it, it was. It was Frank, so... I'm getting kind of offended because you never remember my show. I'm sorry, I know. <laughs> I could never think that one. Mike, but I'm talking... <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Such a bigot. <laughs> I'm an asshole. You know what it is? is I, I hate the UK. I can tell. As an American, I have a natural hate for British. I don't know what so, it is. Uh, it's it's no it, it. I can't take it. <laughs> Something about me, Mike, is is just repulsed by British anything. Yeah, because yeah. you're a right winger, Frank. It's okay. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I just no, hate Adam Sa- Adam Sandler hustler. Very watchable. Highly watchable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not only very watchable, recommended. It can, not can't, can't rend- recommend it enough. It actually made me smile, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. And, and I what do you think the budget of that movie compared to uh, that? What was that fucking faggot boggle bomb guy? Uh, <laughs> Bobble gum. What's that guy? Uh, the superhero, the Marvel. Yeah, you're talking Come about on. Doctor Strange and uh, yes, Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch, Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. Yeah, what the, what the What do you think the compare the budgets of the two actors you don't know with Adam Sandler, right? Right. Great movie. Yes. Like is phenomenal story. And then, and then just millions of dollars, mil, famous actors, CGI. hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. You know, and that movie sucks. 
Well, Mike, they had lesbian parents at least, and they forced it down your face. And oh, uh, so it's hey, a nine Disney, out of ten. That yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Woke yeah. equals. Uh, Come on. Yeah, it's fucking jabronis, man. Dude, I can't believe they tried to do that. That's why Hollywood's losing, man. Well, I think that's why things like Hustle are hitting in the nineties and the Rotten Tomatoes even, and then uh, all the other bullshit like Buzz Lightyear and his Look lesbian up, uh, girlfriends. Cumber, 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 cumber butt. What's his name? What the fuck is it? Come on, my butt. What's I think I think the fact that this movie hits so high, dude, and Le- Buzz Lightyear and his lesbian chicks hits so low is a, is a testament to how how far this this thing has gone and how the pendulum is actually swinging back the other way. Honestly. Oh yeah. People had enough.